0: Today, we tend to use the word Leviathan to refer to any large undersea monster in science fiction or fantasy. The original Leviathan, alongside the land-dwelling behemoth and the rock of the sky, was named in the Hebrew Bible. Isaiah described the Leviathan as Leviathan the slant serpent, and Leviathan the tortuous serpent, and also as the dragon that is in the sea. The Leviathan is mentioned a few times in the Old Testament. In the Book of Job, the slaying of the Leviathan is brought up multiple times as a feat God could achieve, but mortal man could not. Elsewhere, God's slaying of the Leviathan is mentioned in reference to the creation myth. Psalm 74 says, Thou didst break the sea in pieces by thy strength. Thou didst shatter the heads of the sea monsters in the waters. Thou didst crush the heads of the Leviathan. Thou gavest him to be food to the folk inhabiting the wilderness. In a huge number of cultures around the world, there are a surprising amount of myths which are universal, or at least partially shared. It is believed the basic building blocks of these myths have a shared origin in the proto-Indo-European culture who spread across most of Europe and Asia in the Bronze Age, and also gave us the roots of many languages. Among these universal myths... Common tropes are an enormous sea serpent which encircles the world, and a battle between the worshipped creator god and a monstrous sea creature at the dawn of time. In the modern Bible, references to other deities and supernatural creatures are toned down, and this early struggle with the sea serpent at the dawn of time, called the Chaos Kampf, is a more ephemeral quelling of the chaotic seas. Early Jews, though, would have of course traded tales with neighbouring cultures, and the generally accepted big boss of the sea entered the lexicon as the Leviathan. I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Kyogre. Perhaps the closest thing to a leviathan, which has been found by natural science, are the marine reptiles like Mosasaurus and Liopleurodon, which stalked prehistoric seas and went extinct around the same time as the dinosaurs. Similarly sized to the largest modern whales, these creatures were the largest predators that ever lived on Earth. They had dinosaur-like jaws of unbelievable size and power, They swam with four enormous fins, like the oars of the mightiest boats of mythology. Their fossils are among the very largest, though their appearances in media like Walking with Dinosaurs or Jurassic Park were somewhat exaggerated. Kyogre is Pokemon's Leviathan, a large and powerful ruler of the sea, which was the box legendary for Pokemon Sapphire and an oceanic counterpart to Pokemon Ruby's Groudon. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Kyogre is named in mythology as the Pokemon that expanded the sea by covering the land with torrential rains and towering tidal waves. It took to sleep after a cataclysmic battle with Groudon. Kaioga's body has a number of features, from the deadliest creatures of the sea. It has two large arm-like fins like a marine reptile, a wide tail like a fish, and the face of an orca, sometimes known as the killer whale. The name Kaioga combines Kai, the Japanese for sea, or perhaps Kaio, the king of the sea, and Ogre, or maybe even Orca. Kyogre is also patterned with a red and blue design that makes it seem like an ancient illustration of a god from a cave painting or a statue. Pokemon Emerald tells us, Kyogre has appeared in mythology as the creator of the sea. After long years of feuding with Groudon, it took to sleep at the bottom of the sea. In Pokemon Sapphire and its remake, Team Aqua sought to awaken Kyogre and use it to expand the oceans giving Pokémon and nature more room to thrive. In Ruby, Team Aqua were the good guys attempting to stop Magma from a scheme with Groudon, while in Emerald they were both up to no good. Inevitably, this all ends in the player having to battle and capture Kyogre and prevent it from flooding the world with torrential rains. Pokémon Ruby tells us, Kyogre has the power to create massive rain clouds that cover the entire sky and bring about torrential downpours this Pokémon saved people who were suffering from droughts. Usually, when Kyogre shows up in the anime or manga series, it's depicting the epic clash with Groudon and the overall Team Aqua and Team Magma storyline. There are exceptions, of course, like in the Manaphy movie Pokémon Ranger in the Temple of the Sea, in which Kyogre shows up alongside other oceanic Pokémon to wreck the bad guy's submarine at the end. Kyogre can wreck just about anything, It has been one of the most defining powerful Pokemon since it was introduced. In any competitive format which allows players to use Kyogre, Kyogre absolutely dominates. When it was seeing use in video game competitions on the 3DS, Kyogre could find itself on every single team that finished in the top 8. It just hit incredibly hard, with a decent set of moves, all enhanced by a constant downpour of rain. As if that weren't enough. The 3DS remake, Pokemon Alpha Sapphire, introduced Primal Kyogre. By undergoing a mega-revolution-like transformation, Kyogre could become Primal Kyogre, exhibiting the barely contained power one might expect from a creature of such mythic proportions. Pokemon Omega Ruby tells us, Through Primal Reversion, and with nature's full power, it will take back its true form. It can summon storms that cause the sea levels to rise and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire told us, Kyogre is said to be the personification of the sea itself. Legends tell of its many clashes against Groudon, as each sought to gain the power of nature. Naturally, this bumped Kyogre's already obscene power to another level. Appropriately enough, Groudon has always been Kyogre's biggest thorn in its side. With Groudon's powerful physical attacks like Earthquake, Smashing through Kyogre's less than ideal physical defense, with primal Groudon's capacity to dry out Kyogre's rain, this was the most true in their primal forms. Kyogre and Groudon marked the point when legendary Pokemon really started to feel like forces of nature, and creatures of supernatural proportions. Kyogre drew inspirations from the most primal, raw myths of the human subconscious, and created a beautiful, majestic, and powerful monster to embody them. Music for Luke Love's Pokemon is composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork was drawn by Katie Groves. Writing, producing, and editing is all by me, Luke Summerhaze. Funding is provided by my lovely listeners at patreon.com slash Podcastiopodcastius. For just a dollar a month you can help support the show and keep it online, and also listen to content early. And even if you don't want to help out, you should swing by that website for convenient links to the podcasts my pals and I create. I love it when listeners get in touch. Next up, we'll be talking Groudon, and then Rayquaza. Let me know your thoughts and feelings about those or whatever Pokemon you love on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. And even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much just for listening. I love Kyoga. And remember, I love you too.